Hi, my name is Dave Pryor. I'm a certified Scrum trainer and I work at Leading Agile where I lead the Certified Scrum Master and Certified Scrum Product Owner classes. We frequently get questions from companies transitioning to Agile when they're trying to get a better handle on who should become a Scrum Master and who should become a Product Owner. So in this short video, I'm going to talk through some basics about each role, and my hope is that it will help you as you're sorting out which folks in your organization are a good fit for Product Owner and which people might be better in the role of Scrum Master. So we'll start out with some basics. In Scrum, which is the most widely practiced form of Agile, there's only three roles, Product Owner, Scrum Master, and Development Team Member. Scrum teams do not have technical managers or project managers or anything like that. It's just the three roles. Before we get into Product Owner and Scrum Master, I want to make sure we have some clarity on the development team. So the members of the development team are the ones who create the actual product or the thing that we ship. Development teams are meant to be cross-functional and self-organizing. They're responsible for managing themselves. They decide how much work they're going to do in a sprint and how they're going to get it done. And the team is supposed to include everyone that's needed to take post-its on the wall and turn them into shippable product. This is usually going to include designers, developers, testers, but if you need to add a ninja, a baker, and a priest to your team, that's totally cool. In Scrum, job titles don't matter. Everyone is equal, and the team succeeds or fails as a whole. Okay, so we've got that out of the way, and we're going to talk about product owner. The Scrum Guide says that the product owner is responsible for maximizing the value of the work resulting from the development team. And the PO does this in a number of ways. One of the most important is that they own and manage the product backlog. This is the prioritized list of requirements. It represents all the work we might do, and the list is going to grow and shrink throughout the life of the product. Items in it are going to range from those that are clearly defined and very small to those that are big and vague. The PO manages this list and make it, makes adjustments to priority as needed to ensure that we're always delivering the most important thing to the client next. They need to be refining the product backlog items all the time to make sure the ones that are of highest priority are clear enough and small enough that they can be worked on by the team immediately. This means the PO acts as the gatekeeper for the product backlog. Anyone can contribute to it at any time, but the PO receives the items and decide where they fit, at the top because they're small and important and we need to do them right away, or maybe we put them at the bottom because they're not that important and we might not do them anyway. The PO is often one of the people creating items for the product backlog. They might be writing user stories, but they're usually not the only one doing it. Now, since they own the requirements, part of the PO's job involves working with the development team to make sure they understand the requirements, and they have to answer questions and make decisions so the team can keep working through the backlog. And the PO has to work with the stakeholders to make sure they're all in alignment about the vision and the strategy behind the product. Most of all, though, the PO has to say no a lot. And they don't just say no to the team members. They say no to stakeholders as well, even the ones at the top of the organizational chart. So the product owner has to be willing to make decisions, willing to tell people no, and willing to be the objective voice of reason when the stakeholders and maybe even the development team members are at odds about what the next most important thing is. And there's one more thing. The product owner owns the release, and that's a pretty big deal. It means that your organization has to have enough faith in this person to trust them to decide what gets included in the release and when it ships. And when it does ship, the PO is on the hook for it. So if it goes out the door and there's quality issues, if no one buys it, if it tanks in the market, that falls on the shoulders of the PO because they own the thing that ships. So if you know someone who likes working with the business side of the house and enjoys working with the team, somebody who understands the customer's needs as well as the stakeholders and is able to understand the company's strategy and can use all that information to figure out what should be worked on next to produce the most value, they might be a great product owner. Provided, of course, that they're willing to say no to pretty much everybody and willing to be responsible for the thing that we actually send out the door. 
Now that leaves us with the job of Scrum Master, and this is my favorite job on the Scrum team. If the development team delivers the pieces that become part of the final product and the product owner delivers the thing that we ship, what the Scrum Master delivers is a high-performing learning Scrum team. That means the Scrum Master is responsible for making sure the development team and the product owner are constantly finding ways to get better at working together to deliver as much value for the customer as possible. The Scrum Master job can be hard to define because it shifts with the needs of the team, but at a very basic level, the Scrum Master is a servant leader to the development team and the product owner. They coach the developers and the product owner, and they protect them from anything that will interfere with their productivity. They're also a change agent. That means supporting the team as well as the organization as they figure out how to make Scrum work within the context of your company. They help the Scrum team be disciplined in their practice of Scrum. They facilitate the events that occur during the sprint, and they help the product owner and the development team figure out ways to collaborate and communicate better. And there's more, but I think you get the general idea. Now here's the rub. Nobody reports to the Scrum Master. So they have to figure out a way to help the development team and the product owner reach a high-performing state by not telling anyone what to do. The Scrum Master is very much a gig where a soft touch and the ability to influence without being directive is table stakes. In class, the way I explain the job of Scrum Master is it's somebody who's constantly trying to figure out how do I get them to want what I want them to want without telling them what I want them to want. If developers hack code, Scrum Masters hack people. So it's a social engineering job as much as anything else. Now, if you know someone who likes working with people and helping them figure out how to work with others more efficiently, someone who's able to see their own success evidenced through the success of others, and someone who's open to taking on the challenge where their primary job is just to be there to help others succeed, then maybe Scrum Master is a good fit. If you have any questions about all this, I'd be happy to talk through with you further. You can reach me by sending an email to dave.prior at leadingagile.com. Thanks.